This is episode six of Infinite Spaghetti. We're going to meet Rhea today. She does body painting. She does costume design. She does everything. I'm going to play the show opening. Let's get this thing going. This is Infinite Spaghetti, a guided tour of the cosplay and creative archives with your host, Ethan Minsker. Part of the Project Nerd Podcast Network. Hi guys, it's Heyard Sule, also known as Raya. I am a Michigan-based cosplayer. I also do face painting, body painting, sewing, crafting, you name it. Overall, I just love creating new things. I even created this shirt myself. I just love traveling and having fun, just expressing yourself, which I love doing through body painting and cosplay. Give us the origin story. How did this all start? This all started... During my high school days, I entered high school in 2014. I was scared. I did not know what was what, up and down. I did not know anything. So my first year, I just kind of took it slow and focused on my grades. And my second year, I was like, okay, I have to be a butterfly. I have to make friends. I don't want to be that nobody in a yearbook. I, I want to have some type of reputation here. I looked at the clubs. Two clubs popped out to me, anime club and video game club. But primarily anime club, because at the time I loved watching anime and I couldn't find anyone here who liked it, except for, I guess you could say, my online friends. My first day I went into anime club and the host was actually dressed as Sebastian from Black Butler. It was a fun experience. From there, I slowly became president as the seniors left. And one thing that the members always suggested we do is for a field trip, go to Yumacon, which is a huge con here in Michigan. I went and I'm like, okay, cool. People in costume, I want to do this. I think I can recreate this. I think I can do this. I was like, from there, I went home. And my second day of the convention, I did all of this in one night. I decided to do Marceline from Adventure Time. I made the base axe from like push pins and cardboard and lots and lots of duct tape and a little bit of PVC pipe. It still turned out okay, but I think that was my most rushed cosplay ever. The second day I show up as Marceline, I'm freaking out because I'm like, oh, I didn't blame my face paint correctly. Oh, it looks smeary here. Oh, I got to have streaks here. Okay, what if my base axe falls apart? Because I really did only use tape and like glue, not even hot glue, just regular glue. My mind was everywhere. I was freaking out until I started getting compliments on it. My friends were there and other members of the anime club were there to calm me down. But like, I was very into my head. I was overthinking and I'm like, mine doesn't look like theirs. Why doesn't it look like theirs? Forgetting it's only my first time. Overall, the journey kind of started from there and things got better. <laughs> I say this again to the people who are listening to this, because this is also like Project Nerd Guys put this out as a podcast, but <laughs> it's also a video that will be on YouTube so people can see this. There is a lot of body pain is the stuff I took. I, From what I understand, though, a lot of other cosplayers don't usually gravitate more to that. I actually have this little tagline on my social media <laughs> that says, oh, I'm too poor to work clothes, so I paint them on. That now is a joke. But in the beginning, I was 100% serious. Like being like somewhat middle class, I often just painted my cosplays on because I was already heavily into makeup and creating new looks and doing different things. So I'm like, if I can paint my face, 
why not my body? Why not be able to shade and learn shading? Because I'm self-taught. I taught all myself different things and just simply got better through the years. From there, I'm just like, okay, shade here, highlight here, watch YouTube videos. And I kind of got my groove. Do other people ask you to do that for them? I just figure like once you start doing this, people are going to be like, hey, do some uh, body painting on me too. Yes, Halloween is my favorite time of the year because everybody's in cosplay and I make money from it. <laughs> so yes, people ask me to do looks they see from Instagram, from TikTok, especially TikTok. I simply recreate them. Look, if I was there with you, I'd say, can you have camo all over my face to match my suit? So I would just be one big blur of camo. And I would absolutely do it for you. Yes, that's something I can recreate. Do you feel like I've talked to a few creators that do the only fans thing and you know I just wonder do you like how do you how do you feel about that like have you gotten any positive or negative feedback from that family members be like what are you doing or and like I don't know tell me about it My family is very religious so they kind of turn a blind eye like if we don't talk about it's more so of a something everyone knows it's just not talked about because they know more of my looter cosplays. They are very well of all of it, but they figured she's grown. We let her do her. We have no control over her. Next next question, please. So that's how they feel about it. And as far as backlash, I always say I do a little bit of everything. For my fans who are younger, I mainly have my content safe for work, family friendly with my clothes cosplays, but through my sponsorships, the occasional lewd posts will happen. If you could take a swipe at my Instagram and see what I'm about besides just asking me. It's something that's very out there. I've gotten positive feedback primarily and I kind of ignore a couple of the negative feedbacks. I feel like that's something like, that's kind of like a learning tool that everyone has to have at this point. If you're going to be an adult or not even adult, I say this to my daughter, that you have to be prepared that the moment you're putting stuff out there into the world, you're going to have a lot of people who are just going to put negative feedback. And it's not like they would even ever dare to say this to anybody's face. The, the distance between the keyboard and reality and saying that directly to somebody you know, it's like, it's, I don't even think half the time people who write these comments actually believe it because if all. you're right in there in front anybody of somebody, you wouldn't say it. 100% true. You can be anybody on the internet, possess any trait. And a lot of people possess confidence heavily behind a monitor. Do you have any well, cosplay, makeup, tutorial videos for beginners? I actually don't. Not on my social media, but I am going to start doing, you can say get ready with me, like speed paints of when I do. Most of my pet, my looks are face and body paint currently because pandemic, I have nowhere to go. So might as well just create looks here until I have actual kind of go to. But short answer, not yet, but they are coming soon. More than likely dropping before the end of this week. How have you been dealing with the pandemic? Well, the way I'm saying mentally healthy is by doing what I love, which is creating. Whether it's creating clothes, whether it's creating looks, the pandemic has given me time to actually plan out cosplay as opposed to saying I'm going to do something and not fully executing it. I'm being fairly optimistic. I'm looking forward to possible conventions at the end of like towards late summer, fall time. But at the same time, if I do decide to go to a convention or do something i am going to include a face shield in my cosplays like you see your favorite cosplayers content creators wearing masks and 
staying safe, it will more than likely influence, yeah, influence the people who look up to me or who admire me even to incorporate it as well. Because even though cosplay is fun, cosplay is hobby, we still want to keep everything safe. And that includes cosplay as well, keeping cosplay safe. The tutorial on conventions, the do's <laughs> and don'ts. No, I'll start with the do's because saying the do's you probably figure out the don'ts you do want to ultimately have fun you do want to at least bring a friend with you you do want to do that ask people permission to take their photos if you see someone eating don't take their photo while they're eating like wait till they get done eating you do want to you're gonna take my photo please tag me in the photo yeah like some people yeah that or once the photo is posted, I had this happen to me a couple of times because my name has not always been Hey R2A. I, I used to go by RR Vibes, The Lost Story, just all of that. People will post a photo and I'll just use Yumacon, for example. It'll be under Yumacon. Yumacon, for the sake of the conversation, 2021. I will go through that hashtag and see if I see myself. Or someone will tag me and be like, hey, that's... Thank you. Hey, that's Hey R2A. That's Drax. That's Raya. And they'll tag me. So now the person knows to tag me. But you would want to try and tag the people you take photos of. You do want to save up because the dealer's room will 100% get you. Like the dealer's room, that is going to happen to your money. Your money is going to get that on Snap. Perfect timing photo. Hi. Hi. The dealer's room is where you can get cosplay you can get merchandise you can buy led lights you can buy outfits you can buy posters you can buy a little bit of everything affiliated with anime anything with anime and video games you can buy in the dealer's room you can buy props just swords <laughs> just everything a blurred would need a nerd would need so you're saying make sure you have cash for that make sure you have cash if you know you're going to want to buy something say please make sure you have cash also, do come early. If you, I don't care if you're buying your ticket at the convention center. I don't care if you ordered it like online. Come early. The lines are crazy. The lines are super long. Don't touch people. If you see somebody's prop, you think it's really cool. Don't touch them. You don't know how fragile it is. You don't know if it could break at the poke of a finger, drop of a pen. Don't touch people. If someone says no, I don't want you to take a photo of me. Don't cross it. Respect people's boundaries. Not everyone is comfortable for photos. Not everyone wants to take photos. This mainly pertains to the video game room and I'll keep it a I'll keep it PG. Don't be a bully. Yeah, don't be a bully. You don't have to keep it PG. She can't hear any of this. I got the oh, okay. headphones on. Oh, okay. Don't be a dick. Like, don't be a dick. Get if you out see of an here. Old, I heard you that. See a, if you see an eight-year-old. Eight-year-old that's playing Tekken. Let him win, but then if he get arrogant, you give him the work, give him the work. Cause we don't want kids getting too arrogant. Like you ain't about to walk around the convention saying you beat me in the game. And I was just being nice to you. That was a joke. Be nice to people, be respectful and be courteous. As long as you do that and save up, then you'll have a good time. I will recommend if it's your first convention, go with friends just so you can feel more comfortable. But don't get me wrong. If you go by yourself, you can make a lot of friends along the way because a lot of people at conventions are friendly. I feel like some of this is good, just life advice. In general, you should be nice to people. Don't touch people you don't know. Yeah, people think because people are more friendlier at conventions that boundaries go out the window and it's not you at all. Boundaries especially are heavily enforced just like anywhere else. Raves? There are raves at 
anime conventions that typically the biggest ones are always Saturday night. Always Saturday night where people often wear more comfortable cosplay or more skimpier cosplay depending on the convention more or less and we have leds on we wear platforms it's just a fun dance to electro style music experience the later you go if you want to still be on the con floor going to panels if you want to do panels after 10 30 p.m it gets 18 plus like 18 plus panels for people who like yaoi who people who like yuri who people want to talk about smut just it gets 18 plus and the adults can have fun when the kids aren't around more or less sounds like i need to start going to the conventions you really should i'm actually a part of two organizations that help with that the first one is cosplaying while black and we actually do things surrounding the black community and black cosplay and we have cosplay one-on-one we have fun q a's we're just all around fun group and the second Black cosplay boosters, and it's the same concept. Just helping smaller cosplayer, smaller cosplayers primarily get their name out there. Do you feel like it's been getting more diverse? diverse. Or absolutely. Um, well, wait. Well, before before I get to that, like I forgot to ask, where are you located in the world? Like I don't know where you're located. I am located in Michigan, more specifically Detroit. I'm a Midwestern cosplayer. The conventions I travel to a lot would be BlurredCon, KatsuCon, MomoCon. I'm starting to prefer MomoCon down in Atlanta over YumaCon, primarily because most of my friends are down there. I go everywhere else. DreamCon, which is a new convention in Waco, Texas, that I guessed that last year. I feel like we're slowly but surely getting the recognition we deserve. And I'll elaborate on that. In the community, being a person of color, when you start cosplaying and when you're doing things of cosplay, one of the most popular hate comments you get is, Dobby's not Black. I said Dobby because I have a Dobby Funko Pop right here in front of me. A very common rebuttal to that is, he's not white either. He's Asian. So the whole racial tension can, make, can stray a person away from doing cosplay. It can be like, very off-putting. I think we're actually getting better with that as I see more PLC cosplays getting the spotlight and the recognition they deserve. Because we have people who make all their cosplays from hand. They also deserve recognition, primarily more so than their, in my opinion, sometimes their white counterpart. Because when a PLC does cosplay is often side-eyed and looked down upon for whatever reason, but a person of another ethnicity or racial group could do a lot less and receive a lot more. But that's slowly coming to an end, which is why I'm part of these two organizations, Cosplaying While Black, to discuss the, co- the struggles of being a POC cosplayer, something we all go to and something we all relate to. And then we have Black Cosplay Boosters to show, you know what, we're here We're going to recognize that you're here too. And we're going to get your name out there because you deserve as much as the next person, regardless of your skin tone. So the groups that you're part of, what are some of the actual like activities that they, they do? Like, how does it work? Talk about first cosplaying while black. I've been with them the longest. I've been with cosplaying while black for 
give or take two, three years, I want to say. So what and we And that's do, a Detroit-based one or that's just a Facebook in general? That is actually Detroit-based. What we do is we host panels. We get back to, we do giveaways. We get back to the community. We do things just to keep you active outside of things. Like I know we have a movie night, give or take like that. We do virtual movie nights, virtual game, like anime themed Among Us. We just like, we do things to keep you active during a pandemic because we all get a lonely little lonely at home some of us conventions are our only time to be active so with that group try to keep you as active and included as possible and despite our name being cosplaying while black all races are actually welcome to join the group as long as you're willing just to learn and understand and be and be just open-minded also ran alongside strawberry cosplay and queen of the succubi so shout out to them as well so yeah, we're always doing little things just to include everybody and just to give back. Black cosplay boosters, I'm actually fairly new to, but overall there is this one PLC cosplayer. She got bullied off of TikTok for cosplaying Hinata because she got so many Hinatas and Black comments and it did bother her in the beginning, but her rebuttal was to that was she going to be Black today because we can't take this off, but we can just make the most of it. And we should, we should embrace everything. Something that I do to kind of stand behind that because I don't want to be a hypocrite is sometimes I add Afro cosplays. I make some of my cosplays Afrocentric when I don't feel like having straight hair or being canon. Uh, nobody really adheres to exact canon at the cosplay, oh, no. right? Because everybody, well, doesn't You'll everybody be surprised. Like some people and... are, some people are just that attentive to the point of calling you out. Like Ichigo has four spikes in his hair and you only have three and a quarter. Your spike's two centimeters off. Not everybody is like that, but if we're going to talk about cosplay, we have to talk about the bad aspects of it, too. Some people are really... Irritating. Like, yeah, annoying. 100% <laughs> annoying. Oh. Black Cosplay Boosters is a page primarily to boost smaller POC cosplay groups. Like, smaller cosplays that don't really get seen. The people who aren't even in the thousands, they're maybe in the tens or the hundreds. We want you to get recognition as well for the work you do as we appreciate it and you're appreciated just as well as those cosplayers who, yeah, go ahead and know that, as those cosplayers who have thousands of followers. You're not any less than. So our goal here is just to create same as along the lines of the same as cosplay and while back a friendly community and a community that can grow with you alongside us because that's what we're there for we're there to help you to motivate you to encourage you to show you where you've been and where you could possibly go you can find this on facebook it's a group page on facebook empowerment and things of that nature we just want you to grow we want you to have fun we show you how to do things and we do things ourselves like we talk about more than just strictly you know share for shares and all that i'm gonna bring up instagram okay make sure when people are out there and if you're listening to this on audio it's hey r two a the story behind that name is it plays to my personality i'm a huge extrovert i'm a huge extrovert i like people hey came from me being friendly Hey, and R2A is actually a play on my real name, which is Rhea. It starts with an R and has two A's in it. I have to ask about this. Tell me about this one. During, I believe, Suicide Awareness Month, and the overall theme of that is beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Beauty is just perception. What you perceive is what you are. Some people will call you all of that. 
and you know that's not who you are, but it's just what people have labeled you. So you start to feel that way. You always have to remember that you can't really judge a book by, by its cover, hence saying, why my makeup is like this. Like, I may be fine. I may wear all this, do all of this, and I could just, I could feel really bad about myself. The moral of the story is just check on your friends, just be nice to people. That's just the overall stop bullying. That's what it was stop bullying. The image of her has all of these very hurtful words. Um, drawn across her skin and her face. Um, half of them, most of them I don't even want to read out loud, but you can find that on her Instagram. Yeah, I feel like that could almost be a piece of like contemporary art. You have a question yes, from the crowd. Ooh, what's your question? What's the hardest prop that I made? Oh God, you're going to like this answer. <laughs> I know she's going to like this answer. The Thank hardest you, prop Christine. I made... Yeah, the hardest prop I actually made was my Harley Quinn hammer. I made the hardest prop. That was the hardest prop because it broke in the middle of the convention. I was walking with it so freaking happy. We'll use this example. So happy. So I heard a click and my actual hole, my actual staff and the head just shot. Like it slid down and like poked a hole through the top. I was like, this is gonna, I'm upset. And that's the hardest one I made. Oh, there you go. The diva one I was talking about. And I could not figure out how to keep it up for the life of me. I use Gorilla Glue. I use all of that. And yes, I deem that more harder than that. Because that, my Diva one that's on screen, I can fix that. Other than Marceline, what's the most rushed cosplay I've done? Mercy, which you guys saw in the slideshow and the thing. Mercy was actually done in a day because of, I had to make um, I had to make the Halo. That's what it's called, Halo. One other word because I'm not an angel. <laughs> I had to make the halo in a day and I had to make her staff in a day. And that was legit foam, a broken broom handle and duct tape. And the halo was just a wire hanger and lots of duct tape. Most of my stuff is when in my earlier days, now I actually know how to do things. I use contacts, cement, EBA, floor masks, like all that good stuff. All that jazz. Chain chomp ed. That was when the whole Bowsette thing was like, of um, running amok. So that's where that came from. And I didn't want to be Bowsette. I didn't want to be Boozette. So I was like, you know what? I never seen somebody do a chain chomp, chain chomp at, and it's still in the Mario world. It was the days when there was blizzards during the Comic-Cons. We had to walk through the snow for hours. Oh, you, you making jokes, but that is very real. <laughs> sometimes like old people so, sometimes Detroit is not nice in September. And me being very body positive, I like to wear cute outfits during the rave. The raids are at night. I live in Michigan. I know all this information, but I still wear a bikini. Like, okay, cool, a convention. That's why I get a hotel at the convention. I just wear a bikini like, yes, okay, cute. We're about to go to the rave. Woo, woo. My friend says, meet me at Kobo. Two ways you can get the Kobo. The people mover, which is just like a little mini subway we have. Or you can walk. It's only one block. I'm like, oh, it can't be that. It's not that bad outside. Huh, I get hit with 17 degrees, 25 degrees. <laughs> no, our downtown, I'll use this box as an example. Couples here in the main convention center is here, and it's along an open like street. Like Cars are driving up and down, and you're not walking by yourself. You're always walking with groups of people because it's always people rotating from Cobo to the Renaissance Center. So you're never by yourself. Is this like the loot, what you kids call the lewd content? And I'm like, actually... <laughs> no, <laughs> this ain't lewd. This is actually how the character dresses. Because there's some characters who are actually just promiscuous. Like, for example, 
I'm gonna butcher her name, and the One Punch fans are gonna be mad. But Dio's too, like Dio. I, I, don't know. I wouldn't I don't know it anyway. Her attire is very like skimpy, and it's it's it's, it's like pieces of string. It's not legit pieces of string. It's actually mm-hmm. like pieces of the fabric, but it's just kind of like all over you. It's more skin than clothes. I'll put it that way. Some characters are actually dressed like that. That's actually the dressing of the characters. So when you're doing your fans only thing, that is still related to cosplay, then, right? Because I know some of that's not. Yeah, the stuff I post depending on my sponsorship. Like for example, my my stuff from Adam is Ease is up there. Like I don't want to just be because I'm a nerd and I can't take myself seriously sexual if I really want to. Believe it or not, I incorporate my cosplay and everything. Like I will be a sexy Itachi, one hundred percent. I will be a sexy a sexy Sapuza, one hundred percent. Like I can appease two crowds at once. I well three three things at once. I can appease my sponsorship. And fulfill my contract. I can appease my fans and still be anime related. And most importantly, outside of everything, I can appease myself. I can appease myself. Because I guarantee you, if Adam and Z was like, I'm, we're going to pay you this, but you can't do anime. We just want you to be purely glitz, glam, sexy. I'm not doing it. Because that's not purely who I am. I am a nerd. I am going to do nerdy things and make it sexy. With me, you're not just getting one or the other. You're going to get both. Because both is who I am. <laughs> and that's kind of the whole theme of Infinite Spaghetti. <laughs> a whole show about your creative spirit. If you want to cosplay, I would say just go for it. You don't have to start off like the people you see on Instagram because everyone has a beginning. But how the ending turns out is honestly up to you. The more you invest in your craft, when I say invest, I'm not talking about finances. I'm talking about research. I'm talking about, yeah, practice makes perfect. And just keep going. You don't have to start off being the best, and but you'll eventually get there. If you can't make cosplay, go ahead and buy that cosplay. I bought that kind of key outfit and made them cognates out of pool noodles. The more you do, the more you get into cosplay, the more you learn, the more you get into cosplay, the more you learn tips, tricks, and trades. My messages are always open for face painting, body painting, basic cosplay tips, or if you just want to chat, use me as a resource, use cosplaying while black as a resource, and use Black cosplay boosters as a resource. There are resources out there who want to help people who may be new to the community like you. We are here for you. There we go. Wait, I got to do it in the other hand if you're doing that one. No, wait. Okay. Wait. There wait. we go. There we go. Okay. No, wait, we do it on this one. Then. I have to do this. Right. There we go. Wait, no, here we go. There we go. I only need to cut one frame of it. So here. Bye, guys. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for watching Infinite Spaghetti. If you like the show, please share, comment, subscribe, rate, review. Shows like this only exist with the constant support of its viewing audience. For great cosplay content and amazing podcasts, head over to projectnerd.com. That's project-nerd.com.